I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of time to become a part of time. everybody and welcome again to ET Yoga. Well, tonight's show will be jam-packed with information as usual. We'll be uh, continuing uh, from the last ET Yoga program with uh, more disinformation that's out there in the spiritual community and also we'll be getting into reality creation. And I apologize that last week we didn't have time to um, share with you the cutting-edge technique from the Heart Math Institute regarding reality creation, but I'm uh, hoping I'll be able to squeeze that in a little bit later in the program as well. But before we get into all of that, I'd like to um, kick off the program in the usual manner by having a little bit of Japa Yoga or Mantra Repetition. And that'll be led by Sri Swami Sachidananda. So if the guys in the booth would play that short clip now, that would be much appreciated. Hari Om, Hari Om, Hari 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 Om. Hari Om, Hari Om, 
Hari Om Hari Om Hari 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 Om Yes, that was Sri Swami Sachidananda, founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes, one of my spiritual teachers, and that was a clip from back in the 1970s. I'd like to take this opportunity to give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude to the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you, and also to invite um, listeners to email me concerning questions you may have concerning anything presented on this program. And uh, rest assured, I will uh, respond to your emails and uh, give you um, the best response that I'm capable of. And uh, you can contact me at paperfungo, that's P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, paperfungo at yahoo.ca. And I'm also interested in hearing um, from the listeners regarding your requests for program content and nothing makes my day more than hearing about successes that you have by utilizing ideas, concepts, and techniques that are presented on ET Yoga. And then tonight, uh, I hope to be presenting some techniques uh, toward the end of the program. I'd like to now give my usual disclaimer that this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET Yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes, and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. 
Please note that ET yoga is not a substitute for medical care. Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical condition. And if you're a new listener to ET yoga, you should also know that I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, big pharma, mainstream media, and technology to the best of your ability given your particular circumstance. And to elaborate on that just a bit, uh, why do I applaud your efforts? Well, for example, in mainstream medical, I take my hat off to those people who are involved with emergency um, response. And what they do is amazing work in that area. And I agree with uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton when he says that uh, mainstream medical does great work with respect to trauma. However, after that, it's kind of garbage. It has nothing to do with promoting health. It's more about promoting profit and providing a bunch of brutal techniques such as chemotherapy and providing uh, a vehicle for um, you to take uh, pills so that they can uh, prolong disease and uh, even create disease um, through the side effects of their treatments. And uh, also, with respect to mainstream media, I think it's becoming more obvious to more people that the truth has become um, offensive. Uh, It becomes a violation of community standards and why so many people and doctors, uh, um, et cetera, have uh, had to go to alternative uh, platforms in order to present their message uh, to the public. And also with respect to um, these pills, uh, some of those pills that uh, Big Pharma, most of it's poisonous, and some of it is even uh, filled with nano. As uh, one of my listeners recently informed me that uh, their antibiotics were magnetic, so lots of nanos in there, and um, as well as in vaccines. And um, then when we go to the area of um, uh, technology, well, the cell phone that uh, most people are addicted to, um, <clears throat> I've seen videos where it actually activates the nanographite in your system, and uh, not to mention uh, television, uh, the chief brainwashing tool that's out there that people are addicted to. And um, one of the reasons I don't have a television uh, or a cell phone, I borrow one to do this program uh, once every two weeks, and um, is that uh, I refuse to pay to be brainwashed. So uh, that goes the, there goes the cable TV. Um, so uh, those are some of my thoughts about uh, why I applaud your efforts to distance yourself from uh, those areas. Now, moving on to the main agenda of uh, tonight's program, I want to continue with uh, some disinformation um, that um, I picked up, uh, kind of became aware of regarding the uh, meeting on uh, Ganymede, one of Jupiter's moons of Galactic Federation and uh, other uh, extraterrestrials and higher beings um, uh, related to um, what's happening uh, on uh, planet Earth. And um, one of the places I've noticed an update was from a Dr. Sala and uh, his spin on uh, what happened uh, during uh, those meetings. And um, he uses... um, about uh, four different sources as confirmation that um, this is what in fact 
uh, transpired. Uh, one is a person called Val Mack, which we don't know who he is, but apparently uh, channels information through uh, Megan Rose. Uh, another um, person, Thor Hahn, uh, apparently some extraterrestrial that's giving info uh, through Elena Danan, that's D-A-N-A-A-N. A uh, person called JP who serves with the U.S. Army, but we don't know in what capacity. And they also cite Alex Collier. Um, um, and in my opinion, Alex Collier never confirmed the information that's uh, in this um, update of this meeting. Uh, he, what he confirmed was that he knew about a potential meeting or activity on Ganymede. Um, and if Alex Collier um, confirmed the information in this report, then as far as I'm concerned, Alex Collier is part of the control problem, the control group, and I don't think he is. Now, what, what was the sum total of the um, focus here of this report? And a quote from Dr. Salah that this is not given that there's not going to be a split or separation of humanity into different groups that proceed to multiple worlds um, or destinations, um, and that um, there's not going to be uh, on the planet a uh, planet-wide uh, so-called, quote, harvest, that uh, planetary harvest does not occur and most of humanity collectively moves forward in a positive timeline, a Star Trek future. Well, in my opinion, that's just total garbage. And um, I would like to uh, mention that um, my first uh, sign that there was some red flag here was when I heard another um, uh, interview with uh, Elena Danan, who, when asked about the solar flash, said that it was a, uh, some kind of a psyop and that there's really nothing to it. Uh, that was a big red flag for me because um, just so that ET Yoga listeners and audience are uh, on, understand where I'm coming from, uh, my internet, not internet, uh, tells me that, uh, yeah, uh, the uh, ascension is on, and so is the solar flash. And there is going to be a timeline split. And um, it's going to be an amazing uh, celebration because uh, the main uh, purpose of that meeting um, is to more celebrate the ascension of uh, a certain portion of humanity into 5D where they become part of the galactic community. And um, further to that, um, when I... Um, sort of noticed uh, uh, this information, uh, I concurrently uh, no, um, saw a, an interview from Ishmael Perez at Project Camelot, who totally confirms exactly what I just said. And um, um, not only that, but there are countless um, clients of HQHHT it, or quantum healing hypnosis technique that was Dolores Cannon's technique, and a lot of her um, uh, trained um, regressive hypnotists um, are contacting uh, higher selves of their clients and making transcripts, and some of those transcripts actually go into before, during, and after uh, the uh, solar flash 
I uh, refer my listeners to uh, check out Allison Coe. She's a QHHT uh, practitioner and regressive hypno uh, hypnotist. And uh, on um, YouTube, you can uh, access some of this information that I've just mentioned. And also to uh, check out Ishmael Perez because uh, he's getting download that's similar to my download uh, concerning um, that meeting uh, on uh, Ganymede. And um, I'd also like to, uh, should also mention that he points out um, that uh, after the uh, ascension, uh, the next challenge for humanity, uh, according to him, is the um, the whole galaxy is going to need to uh, pull together to um, uh, take on uh, a powerful uh, AI that's out there called uh, Omega Metatron that's taken over galaxies. So um, I just want to point out um, what uh, uh, what I see as uh, another bit of disinformation. Yeah, there's some truth in the fact that uh, there was a meeting on uh, uh, Ganymede, but... Uh, this spin on it, as far as I'm concerned, is total garbage. And um, as well, I would also find it uh, totally uh, ridiculous that there would be uh, a number of high beings uh, meeting in our solar system and uh, not be aware of the uh, genocide happening on this planet and not even mentioned in this update. And uh, to further expand on that, uh, Annika and uh, Swaru, and that's... Uh, from the, uh, you can check out for, at Cosmic Agency on your internet, uh, did an analysis of the um, uh, vaccines and uh, basically uh, stated that the technology is not known. It is Federation level and is known in the Pleiades and forbidden for use by a series of treaties, including Orions with the uh, Federation it was not manufactured by humans. That's part of their information. They also state that um, by these uh, vaccines, they can sterilize and they can change the structure of the brain with the creation of artificial neuron networks created with the use of uh, replicated stem cells inside the body of the vaccines. And... Um, this leads us to see that they would be able to control the world population as cyborgs. They would think what they want them to think and behave as they wish, and the population will think they're, that they're own, that's their own ideas. Uh, it's beyond mind control and beyond synthetic telepathy. They'll be able to kill at will a particular person by remote control or a population, and it'll be seen as natural because of other causes. They further state that the vaccines are remote-controlled microwave networks will be used to turn them on or off at the desired and the desired effects on each social group at will. And this goes into 5G, but need not be 5G technology to activate. The graphene will be inside the subject cells in unique and sub subject-specific ways and amounts, which will give it a unique frequency also identifiable by Bluetooth-type microwave networks, which um, we see as congruent with calling it chipping of the world's population. And uh, by the way, this information has been reported to the Alcyon Council and the Galactic Federation, as expressed at the 
Vieira Federation Council meeting on October 10th, 2021. It violates the anti-invasion and genetic alteration sections of the Orion and Federation Council meetings and legal agreement. And uh, when asked which race is behind this exactly, who manufactured it, these Pleiadians said that they have been able to hide well. We believe that they are not here, but that they enter and leave through portals. And from the type of technology, we can see that they are rep reptiloids. They leave a trace because they've used this before. And uh, I might also add that another point that the Pleiadians bring up is what the vaccines have is a variant of black goo. It will isolate humans. It will transform them into being controllable by the cabal that is under the control of the reptilians and the matri, and those are greys, because the frequency of each person will no longer coincide with that of the original source with their soul signal. It will no longer enter them. And uh, I might also add uh, that all of this is a violation of Nuremberg Code. And uh, one of the Nuremberg Codes is that people are, cannot be mandated nor forced into taking some experimental um, uh, DNA uh, or gene therapy. And uh, these are not vaccines. And they're, trying, they're changing at the moment the uh, definition of a vaccine to mean anything that alters your uh, antibodies. But in the old definition of vaccine was you're given a little bit of the disease and then uh, your body fights it off and that thus you develop immunity. Um, these are not vaccines. This is a gene therapy. And they don't uh, protect you from uh, um, the so-called coronavirus. Uh, they don't protect the spread. They, there is no positive benefit, zero, related to this issue. It's just a total... Uh, violation of Nuremberg Code and, and uh, genocide on humanity. And uh, one of the main uh, provisions of the Nuremberg Code is informed consent. And what is informed consent? That means if you go to a, a doctor and you're going to have a uh, uh, some kind of a procedure, that they are obliged to explain to you the alternative um, ways to deal with the problem, as well as potential harmful side effects. And this is not being done. It's a total violation of Nuremberg Code. And, um, and also, when these uh, um, vaccines were given original emergency use, um, it was um, uh, clear that they could not be mandated. And uh, they tried to make it sound like there were no other uh, possible cures. Is why they suppressed information concerning hydroxychloroquine which several uh, groups of doctors in the United States were claiming worked wonderfully with their patients, and this group was totally suppressed. I watched this all happen. And as well, um, the other one was ivermectin. So there were alternative cures out there, but they're trying to make the public think there's only one answer to this, and that's the Bill Gates and the World Health Organization and all these criminal organizations that run these pharma companies uh, that, to, to get their vaccine. Because this is a this is not about um, helping anybody do anything, except to uh, turn part of the population into cyborgs and kill off the rest. So um, I wanted to get that out there as far as uh, uh, disinformation. Further, um, related to disinformation, uh, this is a kind of an, a funny one in a way, but uh, it deals with um, the. Um, 
story that we're told, especially in the spiritual community, concerning Enki and Enlil, the uh, Anunnaki uh, brothers. And um, uh, kind of uh, interesting uh, t- to note that uh, it so turns out, and we heard this first from, uh, interesting enough, An- Annika and Swaru. Um at uh, Cosmic Agency concerning the fact that it's actually the other way around. Um, and this, uh, uh, in other words, it was Marduk, apparently, who created this um, uh, confusion in the uh, Earth population because they don't really want you to know the truth about anything. And um, the Palladians uh, uh, went into detail concerning how um, it, we've been taught that Enki was the good one and Enlil the bad, but in reality it's opposite. And you can follow the bloodlines and groups supporting this and, to prove it. And actually this uh, Ishmael uh, Perez at um, Project Camelot, in his interview, he goes into the bloodlines and proves it. So there was another source of information. So now at least we're getting uh, more people out there that, are, that are becoming a little bit more aware of uh, this um, another form of disinformation, uh, all based on some truth, and then they, the control cabal spins their agenda. And uh, another uh, interesting part of the garbage that's out there uh, is concerning um, uh, just the whole concept of Samaria and when it, it existed. Um, the truth is, which is not taught in any university that I'm aware of, um, is that the, what they're calling uh, the Pleiadia, the, um, the pyramids in Egypt, they claim that they're 3,500 years old. Um, that's just uh, a total lie. Um, the pyramids are uh, at least 12,500 years old. And Egypt existed 5,000 years pre-Sumerian. And this is confirmed all over the galaxy by multiple uh, extraterrestrial groups. And, of course, this is to confuse humanity uh, so we're not aware of the proper history, even recent history, let alone our galactic history. And this is all compounded by the further disinformation out there concerning flat Earth, which the main theory kind of goes like there's a kind of a, a uh, we're in a, some kind of a, a, a ball of some kind uh, with a flat bottom, and uh, that the, there's no stars up there. Those are all projections. And just because NASA lies to us doesn't mean that uh, <laughs> there isn't, you know, uh, a universe with stars out there. But according to this theory, uh, there's no ETs either because, you know, it's all fake. Uh, uh, it's a fake skyline they're showing us. And, um, by the way, you can go to Cosmic Agency, and Swaru and Annika, the Palladians, also have a video there concerning uh, the flat Earth and do counter all the, um, the basic uh, premises uh, that are out there. Uh, so you can go there and see that. But the bottom line here is why why was this being promoted? Because it's a uh, it's a psyop, and it, it makes and if there's no e, if there's no ETs, well I guess there's no ET group like uh, the Alpha Draconians that have been ruling this planet for the last uh, uh, eons. Uh, so there's no need to think about them because uh, they don't exist either. And uh, by the way, if you listen to all this dis- disinformation out there, somebody forgot to tell Gaia that she's not having her baby. <laughs> yeah, she's been waiting and waiting and waiting for so long for to to, to and minimizing the um, uh, earth changes and everything else and holding on for more humans to wake up and to uh, want to go along for the ride uh, to 5D. 
and uh, and now we got this disinformation out there that's telling us, oh, the whole thing's off. <laughs> yeah, right. What a load of crap. Yeah. And um, as far as we're uh, uh, going on this uh, disinformation uh, path, um, might as well toss in uh, uh, a couple of biggies. Uh, and, of course, one is the disinfo is uh, the religious scam. Uh, we've got that because the Anunnaki created all the religions. So if you want to – I don't want to spend a lot of time on that one because I don't want to spend uh, – most of the show trying to convince uh, some of those that uh, got sucked into that one. And, um, and of course, getting sucked into these vaccines is, is a huge uh, uh, disinformation campaign, uh, all related um, to uh, fear. And uh, the good news on the, about this all is, is that this is a wonderful time to sharpen up your discernment because there's going to be a wonderful uh, ending to this story. Uh, when a certain uh, portion of the population uh, does ascend to 5D and becomes part of the galactic community. And as George Carlin would say, there's a big club and you ain't in it. But guess what, uh, controllers? There's a bigger club and you ain't in that one. And uh, that's the good news. Um, so um, it's all uh, all the dark, all serves to further uh, help you grow Um have you rise above it, integrate it. So um, thanks for all that uh, negativity because your fear, your nano, uh, your um, improper uh, dogma related to religion, all of these negative uh, and low frequencies cannot exist in 5D. It's incompatible with 5D energy. So um, it'll be uh, nice seeing you, but wouldn't want to be you. Okay. Now I'd like to move to a more uh, positive uh, note uh, to uh, talk a little bit about uh, reality creation. And um, in on ET Yoga, I always talk about three types of reality creation. The first is that in the first six, seven years of our lives, all we basically are doing is downloading belief systems from our original caregivers. And uh, we should thank those original caregivers for the wonderful ideas and beliefs that they pass down to us. But at the same time, there are, as part of the maturing process and doing your inner work related to uh, spiritual progress, you need to do an inventory of your beliefs and uh, disregard those that no longer serve you. And um, it so turns out that um, it is your thoughts, your emotions, your beliefs, your definitions, and your intentions that create the outer reality that you experience. You can't experience anything in 3D unless you're a frequency match for it. So basically, you know, we live in a holographic universe uh, that is fractal, and it's all consciousness, and this concept of belief is pretty much at the heart of, of everything you experience because it's all those beliefs that manifest in your outer reality that are reflection that shows you what you do believe. And uh, that's why ET Yoga, I call ET Yoga a new yoga because I call it the yoga of belief because 
belief is so essential to everything that you experience in your outer life. And uh, I, my studies in yoga came from uh, Sri Swami Satchidananda, uh, as well as uh, Paramahansa Yogananda and Sri Ramana Maharshi. And uh, in all those great teachings, nobody really spent much time talking about belief. And that's why when I look at the even the different branches of integral yoga, uh, if I was to uh, uh, re-teach, uh, let's say, integral yoga, I would add uh, the yoga of belief. Because when I look at all the yogas, they're all very important, but none more important than belief. And uh, this has also been confirmed by Dr. Bruce Lipton, uh, who, who's produced one of the uh, uh, best videos I've ever seen, a two-hour video called The Biology of Belief. And um, basically, uh, he explains that uh, modern science or modern medicine um, is basically um, Newtonian physics, where it's basically like fixing your car. There's something wrong with your car, you diagnose it, and you do the proper <coughs> techniques <coughs> or surgeries or whatever to, f to fix the problem. But with no um, attention paid whatsoever to what you think or the mind or what you believe. But in quantum um, physics, as opposed to Newtonian um, thinking, um, the mind is paramount. And it is the mind that is um, the main um, determiner of uh, human health. And uh, he goes into exactly the biology of how that occurs. And uh, another proof of that was in uh, Greg Braden's um, three-minute video, Curing Cancer in Three Minutes, where a uh, woman with a cancer tumor inoperable in the West went to a Beijing uh, Qigong center, and three practitioners there made her tumor disappear in three minutes. Uh, just to show how powerful the mind is. And um, there have been innumerable other uh, proofs of this, and uh, the main one in our society, of course, is the placebo effect. And why does the placebo effect work? Because you believe it. That's why. Even if they give you a sugar pill, if you think it's going to do something wonderful, it will. And um, there's also called the nocebo effect, which you, you implant some negative thought in somebody, like they're going to die in three weeks, and uh, they likely would, even if they were healthy. So um, the bottom line is that um, what you believe is paramount. And uh, why, um, when I talk about reality creation, and the first level of reality creation is the beliefs that you have. And uh, you need to write down and keep an inventory of what, what beliefs you inherited, and uh, the positive ones and, and ones that, you, that don't serve you anymore, you need to reprogram those. This is part of parcel of uh, maturing. Now, the second level of reality creation is what I call um, a positive spin. And positive spin is not to be confused with just positive attitude. Um, I'm talking about um, the fact that outer circumstances don't come with built-in meanings. So what happens is we place an emotional definition on an, on an outer circumstance, and that determines how we'll experience it. So the formula basically is that if you um, put a positive spin on an outer circumstance and a positive emotion, you'll have a positive experience from that. If you have a negative definition of an outer circumstance and you put and have a negative emotional reaction to it you will have a negative experience from that so to me this is like highly highly important because we live in a holographic universe 
and we only attract what we're a frequency match for. So when you place a positive spin on on an outer circumstance, you attract the, the positive holograms that match that, and then that becomes your experience. So that's the science of how that works. And um, to me, this is um, one of the easiest ways for people to prove to themselves uh, uh, that this whole idea uh, works. And, and the way you prove it is you log experiences. So anything that you can identify as a negative in your life, identify it, spend some time, and then put some positive spin and positive emotion into it. And when I say positive emotion, I mean, okay, let's say, you know, this kind of a positive emotion. Yeah, I just can't wait to see something great that comes from this. That's the kind of attitude and um, passion that you need to prove to yourself that this works. And uh, I've been utilizing this te technique now for, I don't know, 15 years I've been doing ET yoga. And um, I've done it thousands of times, and it always works. I mean, it always works. And uh, I've challenged the um, ET Yoga listening audience many times to um, log down anything you, you um, perceive as a negative in your life, throw positive definition and spin on it, get into it emotionally, and then log and see what happens. And uh, some things take, um, you know, are, are semi-immediately. Some take hours, some weeks, and certain circumstances take years before you ultimately see the positive result. Or as Ramana Maharshi would say, we thank God for all the good things in our life, but not for the negative. That's where we go wrong, because it's all good. You know, it's all useful, and it's all part of the growing process. So positive spin, to me, has become a major tool in my life. And uh, I'd like uh, that's why I share it with the ET Yoga listeners. It's because if you get into it, and you actually log these experiences and, and do the do the technique, which is simple, it'll blow your mind because it actually works. Yeah, so that's positive spin, second level to me of reality creation. Now we kind of can move on to the third level of reality creation, which is, in my opinion, more challenging. But this is where you're not dealing with a particular outer circumstance. You're kind of dealing with a blank slate here. You're creating a new situation or a new experience. And um, I would say that um, one of the uh, um, easiest ways to um, assist in that process is using a crystal like an Andara crystal. That's A-N-D-A-R-A. -A. Andara crystals resonate with 5D energy. And uh, fifth dimension, you can pretty much manifest things, you know, uh, at will. Uh, you don't have the um, issues that we have in, in the 3D um, uh, scenario. And um, the process is still working 3D, but um, Andara crystals can help amplify your thought processes up to like a thousand times. So, you know, um, my uh, if you have an intention, um, um, you can intend using um, Andara crystal uh, would definitely increase the speed of manifestation. Um, now I'm going to share with you that technique uh, that came from the Heart Math Institute where they took um, three trained uh, meditators and um, had them uh, 
just focus their intention. I think it was on strands of DNA to open or close strands of DNA, and um, like the the um, on the ends of your DNA and uh, the telomeres. And what they found was that uh, after I don't know so many minutes of uh, all of these people meditating and intending uh, to change, nothing changed. And then um, they added emotion. And still, nothing changed. But when they all added emotion and gave thanks, appreciation, and gratitude for it already had ha- having happened, they made a 20% change in the physical telomeres in that DNA sample. So um, what they basically proved was what uh, I guess I've been saying for the last 10 years uh, on ET uh, Yoga um, that uh, by visualizing an event and giving thanks and appreciation and gratitude for it already having happened, um, that is the secret to the third level of reality creation. And this is particularly um, brought up in uh, a book called uh, Merlin's Message. Merlin's Message is, uh, of course, the uh, renowned Merlin, and it comes from uh, Marilyn the Magician. And uh, she's that, uh, I'm trying to think of the name of that show, uh, it's called Creating the Creating Camelot Club, a wonderful website, Creating Camelot Club. It's basically all about um, fourth and fifth dimensional thinking. And um, this book, it's just a little tiny book, but it's so full of wonderful sayings and specific techniques related to reality creation. And... Um, so, in my opinion, those are the um, three um, levels of uh, reality creation. Number one is the beliefs you've downloaded since the time you were uh, um, young kids. And then the positive spin. And third is uh, creating new situations uh, that don't already exist. So, um, hope you picked up something from that. I'd also uh, like to um, share with you another technique that Greg Braden came out with, uh, oh, it must have been close to two years now ago. Um, and this comes as well from the Heart and Math Institute. And uh, the idea here is that um, this was before the COVID uh, crisis, uh, but so applicable uh, with respect to boosting the immune system. Because as we all know, one of the chief things you can do to keep yourself healthy is, is to have a healthy immune system. And um, uh, interesting uh, uh, concept here is to focus your attention on the heart and then touch the heart with your hands. And your attention goes to you know what you touch. Your consciousness goes there. And then they ask you to uh, breathe deeper than usual, so like breathe uh, in five or six seconds and out for five or six seconds. And uh, imagine breathing in through your heart. And then what you do after you've done that just for a couple of minutes is to activate um, this. Um, activate some uh, positive feeling like love or appreciation or gratitude. And uh, keep that feeling uh going for a couple of minutes and um what this does is it boosts your uh, immune system to max and uh this and the effect um keeps on for about 6 hours so you can imagine 
you know, if you did this in the morning and then later in the day, uh, you pretty much have a, your immune system uh, jacked up to, the, to its maximum. Uh, I think a very, very, uh, uh, and you can check that one out on the Internet, too. Um, and I'm trying to think how I found it. I think I found it by going to uh, Greg Braden um, Immune System Activation, something along those lines. And uh, anyway, it's been out there for a couple of years now, but I wanted to bring it up now because it's just so relevant uh, related to uh, what's going on now and uh, how important it is to um, uh, keep your immune system positive. And, uh, of course, uh, we all know that uh, the trigger to the immune system is basically vitamin D, uh, which we get from the sun, and uh, how important it is to, you know, get outside and get sunlight. And as well, exercise. Um, I've been told by some ET uh, sources that uh, can be as much as uh, 60% of the uh, uh, boosting the immune system uh, can be related to getting exercise. Everybody should be breaking a sweat at least uh, three times uh, a week. And... Uh, Obviously, uh, nutrition is another part of that, and in one of the more recent uh, ET Yoga shows, I talked about the uh, current uh, uh, world uh, guidelines uh, concerning food and its um, testing, which they're going to be testing using uh, nanotechnologies, uh, inserting nano and nano entities into the food chain, and that's going to be coming up... Uh, Anytime in the next three months, I'm planning on by spring to start paying really close attention to the source of food that I'm eating. Uh, personally, do not want to be uh, eating nano. And uh, this is a big deal because it's going to be in the whole food chain. So, uh, you know, the places that you go now for food, even though a lot of it's garbage because it's um, gen genetically modified, uh, which is also really harmful, and most Americans are clueless concerning that because, uh, for the most part, uh, if you eat out or you eat fast food, you're eating GMO'd. So, you know, you wonder why uh, why you're not healthy or you've got issues um, because I, there's just certain things in this day and age you have to pay attention to that 40 years ago you didn't have to. And another one of those great ideas is detoxing. Every year for about once a year for about two-week period, every morning I I would uh, do a bentonite clay. And bentonite clay you can buy for, I don't know, $10 for a couple pounds. And you break off a chunk, put it in a glass, and fill it with water. And by morning it uh, turns liquid and tastes like crap, but does wonders because it removes tox uh, metals from the system. Uh, has a number of other benefits, um, but uh, that to me is the main one because um, I think getting metals out is huge. Um, also, um, I'm a big fan of Dr. Schultz at the American Botanical Pharmacy in California. Um, he's got a, he has these uh, five-day detox programs for your liver, your kidney, your colon, um, also even for the brain. Uh, and considering the amount of people now with dementia and Alzheimer's, uh, I highly recommend uh, you check out Dr. Schultz. American Botanical Pharmacy in California. Um, when I used to think about detoxing, I used to kind of cringe, but 
you know, I love doing those programs now. I try to do them at least once a year. Um, and like, for example, the uh, kidney detox uh, involves uh, uh, eating a vegetarian uh, uh, meal uh, on the first day and the last day. Uh, and there's a three-day um, basically a fasting period that you're only on the uh, detox teas and herbs uh, and juices. So it's, um, it's a five-day program and uh, helps you lose weight as well as uh, um, gives the proper detox because as some, several ETs have mentioned, uh, the world today is so toxic that basically um, these toxins lodge in our uh, system in a way that paralyzes the immune system. And uh, years and years ago, you, you didn't need to be concerned about detoxing. Uh, but you do today because everything is so toxic. And um, so I highly, highly recommend uh, detoxing. Uh, detoxing is uh, one of those things that's uh, one of the cornerstones of health. And uh, as the same with uh, pure water, uh, you don't want to be drinking the, the uh, fluoridated water, calcifies the pineal gland. Um, you want to get plenty of oxygen, like getting getting outside into, into nature or even doing yoga pranayams, which satisfies that. Um, eliminating stress in your life to the best of your ability, and that's a big one these days um, because stress definitely has its impact on health, um, as well as uh, getting your exercise and uh, detoxing and moving towards uh, a vegetarian or vegan diet. And I see the progression there goes from, uh, you know, meat eating to uh, cutting out the red meats to eventually you're on uh, chicken and fish and then eventually you're vegetarian and you go vegan and you go uh, fructarian and you go breatharian. So that's kind of the whole chain there. I also highly, highly recommend as advanced uh, healing techniques, Egyptian healing rods, which the pharaohs used, the Russians discovered this. And uh, they were only used by the uh, elite and uh, was not available to the public. They're highly effective. It's like being inside a pyramid for 15 minutes a day. And anything inside a pyramid has positive effects and benefits. I also highly recommend uh, the Qigong healing sounds as taught. Um, and it's actually in America now by uh, Master uh, Ming Tong Gu. And uh, I would uh, check him out, G-U, and that's uh, Qigong Healing Sounds. And as well, uh, I've been now uh, doing um, sun gazing. It's taught by Hira Ratan Manik, that's M-A-N-E-K, for um, about uh, oh, a couple of years now. I'm up to uh, 34 minutes. Uh, the maximum that you go to, I think, is 45. They consider you golden at that point. And so I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, increasing my time up to uh, the 45-minute level. And um, then at that point, uh, you don't, uh, re you're not required to do the, the sun gazing anymore at that point. Uh, you walk on uh, grass, I think, for uh, an hour a day or something afterwards for a week. And uh, that's basically the program. But I highly recommend you check out Hira Rakan Manik. He's been studied by NASA and uh, for his amazing uh, uh, techniques that he teaches, a safe way to do the sun gazing so it doesn't damage the eyes. And um, 
I guess uh, at this point in time, I'd like to wish my listeners uh, my sincere best towards uh, your team and a full consciousness, uh, perfect health and abundance. And in closing, um, I'll also uh, uh, share with you um, the Who Am I technique. And um, that was uh, originally uh, taught to me by Baba Ram Das. Um, but I, uh, I think the original teacher was Sri Ramana Maharshi, who used to teach this to his uh, disciples. Uh, it's called the Vichara, V-I-C-H-A-R-A. And uh, it's uh, one of the techniques that he used to... Um, become self-realized, and it's one that I used to uh, at least initially uh, attain the level and then uh, wasn't as ripe as Sri Ramana Maharshi, so I'm still working on maintaining the level. And um, it goes like this. You place your full attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then after uh, you say, who am I, and you can do that uh, a few times or whatever's comfortable, the main thing here is get to the highest place you know how to get to first. Do your pranayams, meditation, something like that. Become that spot in the center of your forehead, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of all. 